We're connected. Here comes some music. Familiar opening little sequence from Alvin Lee and old 10 years after an old English band from many years ago, 40, 40 plus years ago. And they use our intro and we're happy to do it because of his prophetic lyrics and that wonderful song that he wrote and sang so many years ago. That's just kind of tails right into where we are. Uh, it's the Friday edition of the Radio Ranch. And it's Roger Sales here with you. It's the 27th. 82721 is our date stamp. Of course, on Fridays, we generally almost always have Brent Winters along with us, and uh, he may be with us today. I hope he is at this point. Uh, and uh, we're supposed to have a guest by the name of Tom Quinlan from the Denver area. Uh, and I'm hoping maybe both of them are on because they weren't on a minute ago. Uh, Brent, are you with us? And Tom, have you joined yet by any chance? Yeah, Brent's here, Roger. Okay, well, I don't know that Tom Roger. is. Yeah, I hear you, Brent. I, okay, you got me. Okay. I, I hear you, but I may have to turn it over to yeah. you here and go hunt Tom up and see if he's not here. I went over it with him the other day on how to join, and he joined Jim's show while it was uh, in progress and didn't have any problem with it and uh, was really excited about being with us today. So maybe something happened. But what I'd like to do is uh, here in a second, if we don't get Tom on, uh, is I'll give him a call on the regular telephone and make sure he's not okay. having any problems and see if we can walk and guide him in, you know, fly, flying on a wire, I think they call it, see if we can wire him into the platform here. Uh so we got a nice group, and it's a really important information. If it wasn't, I would have never scheduled him. Here's what happened, Brent, and I think I told you, but let me inform the audience. I heard Tom, oh, I don't know, a month or a little more on rents one Thursday night. I was very impressed with his, uh, with not only his story and him as a person. You know, you can get a sense of someone's personality, especially over the radio. It's hard to lie on the radio, you know. And that's why there's no liberal, successful liberal radio networks or liberal radio shows. It's because they always lie and you can't, and they, they spot them. Okay. But anyway, I got real good vibes from Tom and I was very impressed with his, uh, with his product and, and the story that he told. And, uh, and so I mentioned it on the air and, um, some of you got the website and, uh, one kind person actually purchased me one of his units and, uh, which I got this Tuesday actually. And, um, and I was very impressed with it and I think it's very, very topical and timely for us. Um, for a number of reasons. And uh, it, the one thing is we've got, I know one person here, I don't know any of the rest of you, and of course we don't interact with everyone that listens to the program, but uh, one of our guys is married to a gal who went and got the jab. Okay, that here's your, in a sense, Brent, I, you know, there's a biblical phrase called unequally yoked that I think this would fall under the category of. They're not on the same page on something this important, even in sometimes longstanding marriages. Okay. I went over 35 years the other day. It was telling me about it in an email. And uh, so without having to go through that confrontation and maybe even potentially suffer 
what our dear friend Chris Cave suffered, because it sure looks to me from the sketchy information that we've gotten about Chris's last days of his life that that's probably what happened to him. Okay, and this device that he has uh, could very well take care of that situation. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to have him on. It can also help us individually if we get out amongst these shedders and stuff. And uh, I thought it was pertinent enough to to get him on the air. And I contacted him. We had a phone conversation. We exchanged some emails. And he said, well, how about the 27th? And I, without even checking the calendar, I said, sure, because I wanted him on the air so bad. And then I went back and said, well, I wonder if that had happened to fall on a Friday. And sure enough, it did. Okay. And I said, well, to myself, I, that must be uh, meaning that Brent needs to hear this, too. And I know you're interested in things like this. And you're out among the public and stuff. So uh, I think that this pertains to everybody. Tom, have you joined us yet by any chance? All right, Brent, go ahead and take over if you would, and let me dart out of here and see if I can raise him on the regular telephone and okay. see what's going on, okay? Okay, Roger. Well, I appreciate you taking time to explain to us a little bit what you wanted Tom to talk about. Uh, we face, in our day, we face germ warfare in a way mankind has never faced it before. It's not that we have not faced germ warfare that's nothing new that's as old as the hills um, even our own war with britain for separation was fought in the face of a pretty ugly threat of germ warfare namely smallpox and the, the british had hatched a plan to infect the american colonies with smallpox through the slave population and wipe out the white inhabitants and anybody else who happened to be around, which would have been red men and black men. They didn't give a hoot one way or the other. Uh, wipe out the population, of course, make it look like God was on their side, and it was an act of God, and they can't control that kind of thing, and all their cousins got killed. That's how vicious and evil and ugly and dirty and dark and black the hearts of men are hey, given Tom, the right are situation. Hey, you having problems getting on? I'm thinking they're doing God a favor. And then trying to give God credit for the ugly things they do. Well, that's what they did. And maybe you've heard me talk about the, it. The, George the, Washington. Hold on a second. Let me see. Just hold on a second. Let me see if I can get General this blasted Continental Army. Where I can hear he got wind of it, and he decided. I had a long, hard discussion hate, about I it and decided I mean, I really that they would ask the, there. Okay. the Continental Army to... What is it? Volunteer All right, hold up, to Tom. take the then brand new smallpox vaccination. Of course, the trouble with that was they calculated that at least 10% of them would die. Okay. He said, well, they may wipe out the, this war. War is an all out effort here. Yeah. No, and when don't, people don't, do don't follow don't rules of decency in war, rules of decency, yeah, God lays them down. The Bible, the, warfare uh, uh, is, has to be limited. If it's not limited, we're, we're claiming the position of God himself. And everything that man does, everything, without question, is limited. has to be. If it's not, um, let's then see. you're denying... Uh, are you on the board with all the rest? There's about 20 people on the board. You should see about 20 of those rectangles. I can do anything I want in war. No, you can't. You won't get away. Okay, well, now go back and just open up open up a new tab, please. That's the way God set it up. Well, the Brits didn't have those scruples, but somehow, for some reason, 
So Washington said, what are we going to do? Well, we'll ask them to volunteer to get the vaccination, and they did. Uh, We'll hang up here. Now, I have no record of how many died. I do have testimony of of men that did it. I can find it in written form where they wrote it down, how they didn't know how back then to to, uh, measure how much of the smallpox to give a fella in order to inoculate him and not kill him. And so a lot lot of the men, in almost all cases, developed scabs all over their bodies. And uh, that created a problem and put his army out of commission, the Continental Army, so they did it in stages, in duty section. And when one duty section was healing up from it, the other one was supposed to be caring for The other duty sections were supposed to be caring for that one, and he did it in stages and steps. And they volunteered to do it, which, of course, is uh, a testimony to their commitment to what they were doing. Roger, that's not you, is it? Uh, no, I'm here. Okay. No, just, uh, did, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Okay, I'm here, and I think Tom yeah. is here. I got him on. I believe he's with us. Tom, are you with us? Oh, boy. Tom, okay. Now, I know he's with us, all right? So what you need to do, because I heard you talking in the background when we were on the phone. So, Tom, down at the bottom of the screen, there's some icons when you put your cursor down there. And the one on the left is a microphone, and yours probably has a little line through it muting it. Can you see that? Tom? Okay. Ay, 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 ay. Okay, well, I'm going to try and walk him through it again here, and if not, I'll call him on the phone again and see if I can walk him through it. Tom, are you? If you're, I know you're on because I could hear Brenton on, on when we were on the phone. So if you'll just take your cursor down and make it to the bottom of the screen there, and there's uh, a microphone and a little camera thing, and it's probably got an X through it and a share screen and a couple of these icons, a little hand and some people and some squares over on the left is a microphone can you check and see if it's got a line through it and if it does just click on it and it'll take that line off and your mic should be live okay brent brent go ahead where you are i'll call him on the phone again okay okay try to get him well we were talking about we've faced this before don't think this is anything new this is not new this is the evil of man and what he'll do to his brethren. And this is what those that are Americans have planned to do to us. The war is at a great pitch. I just grabbed a, some product. I won't tell you what it was in a big container. And I, well, what it was, let me look at it. And yeah, I sitting there. It was, a, a, it was alcohol wipes in a big container. I don't know where we got it. We found it and I've been using it. I thought, well, that's pretty handy. Have these. You can keep things clean in this time of, of evil and dirt. Dirt always goes with evil, by the way. You see, dirt, there's evil. Not always, but it will always result in physical filth. Well, at any rate, I was cleaning up and given uh, the state of politics in this country. You don't want to go to the hospital. You want to keep yourself healthy. You want to follow the simple, the simple and doable um, things that the Bible says to do to stay clean. Work. And um, 
that is the definition, by the way, of holiness. Well, the other day, we oh, yeah. didn't use your microphone. Not only spiritual cleanliness. Oh, that's the big thing. That's where it starts, of course. On the computer, but then that work? also dictates physical cleanliness. If you're dirty on the inside, you're going to be okay. dirty on the outside. How do I well, know? For Jesus Christ said so. If you want the outside of the cup to be clean, clean the inside. Don't be just worried about cleaning yeah. the outside. If you just clean the outside, yeah, if that's right what your focus is, the inside right will never below, get clean. Hold, hold, but if you clean that. the inside right first, he said, the outside will become clean. Why? Because the that's left, the way our psyche works. I've discovered it. I've washed a lot okay, of cups well, and dishes me. and containers. And if I concentrate on the inside, the outside somehow it takes care of itself. In other words, I end up cleaning it too. But if I concentrate on the outside, if I really think that's the important thing, that's... Silly though, isn't it? I mean, when you look at a dirty cup, you see a dirty cereal bowl with shredded wheat all crusted up on the inside of it. You get your attention and you go for the inside. Clean it. Well, that's what he's saying. And he also made the point that people who are evil, and people are evil. No, no, evil doesn't float around in the air. It's not a ethereal thing that doesn't have a personality when the bible presents evil and when the when life around us presents evil it presents it in persons right, try it again. persons are evil uh, certain persons others are made not evil you know, yeah and it always come out and it's the cleaning of the inside that makes one. the difference. That's what he said, and he's right. But if you get the inside clean, the outside will get clean. You, you want to you be uh, inoculated against this virus? I mean, really inoculated. You're going to have to clean the inside first. If you haven't you got that cleaned up, you're screwed. Screwed. I mean, bad. You're doomed. I'm just looking That's this like, morning. Uh, We've heard of jihad, jihad, or, or, or jihad. Brave, or That's uh, Muhammad's, Muhammad's uh, word and his term. I don't know where he there, got it, but he said there's there some things that are jihad. What's that? Um, that means they're marked for irreversible, irreversibly earmarked to be wiped out. Irreversibly okay, earmarked yeah, yeah, say, yeah. No, to be yes. wiped out. That's jihad. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Bible has a word like that. There's differences, but God earmarks some people okay. to be holy. That's what the Bible says, kadosh. But he also has a word where he says, I earmark some people to be wiped out. And that is karim in the Hebrew, karim. And if you go through the Bible, you see that no. that word and that concept no, even in the New Testament is used. There are some yeah, people... That God marked, earmarked for total destruction, go in and wipe them out. Every man, woman, and child. He says, should we do that today? No, I'm not saying that. I don't have that, that revelation. I don't have that direct command. I'm making the point, however, that the concept exists. There are some people that are earmarked, earmarked. God has ear. Who are they? I don't know. That's his business. I have some signs of who I'm supposed to stay away from. And if I think they're going down, I better cut loose from them and get away. Because when the judgment Bam. falls, it's going to fall on them. Why? I don't want to fall on me. Oh, that's the way God wired me when he saved me. When he made me safe, he wired me for my own personal preservation so I could do what he wanted me to do. He didn't want me to destroy it. And so he said, uh, get away from those kind of people. There comes a point when you cut and run and you go elsewhere. Why? Again, because judgment is going I to got, fall no, on some no countries answer. and some people. And what did Jesus Christ say again? You go to him. He said, well, when you see these things happening, what things? Well, the things he had outlined there in Matthew. Go after chapter 20, 21, get into 22, 23, yeah, 24. He gets into those things. 
what's going to happen. You can tell. You can tell the signs of the times. You said when you see those things happening, what do you do? You grab your bug out bag and you split. That's what you do. Because if you don't, you'll end up like the Jews in Jerusalem. They said, oh, "We're not believing that stuff." I know he said head for the hill. Well, I got I got no answers, happen. Tom. I mean, I'm not. Well, I, I just got no answers. I don't know why. Well, hundred thousand about a hundred thousand. I, I, I just don't know. Those are the okay. best figures we can get. From I, it works for everybody. Else. About a hundred thousand. Okay. Those, those Israelites took what Jesus Christ said seriously and fled when they saw that Titus, the Roman general officer of the Roman legions, was coming down from the north, wiping people out. And we better get out of here, like Jesus Christ said. So they left, saved their lives. Another hundred thousand said, "Ah, we're staying here." That he's Jesus Christ is a fraud. He talked that BS. We're not believing any of it. Bottom sediment. So they stayed there. What happened? They were slaughtered like hogs to slaughter. Not like sheep to slaughter, like hogs to slaughter. And the Romans enjoyed it very much, by the way. That's what they were trained to do. And by the time they got into the inner inner walls of the city of Jerusalem, they were pretty ticked off because they'd suffered some death themselves and they spared nobody. Wiped them out. Well, why they didn't heed the words of what God said in the Bible. Okay. God. He said, when you see these things coming, what do we see in America? Let's think about this a minute. The evil empire is wanting to wipe people out with some kind of some kind of bug or some kind of vermin. I don't know what it is that people call it a vi- I don't know. I, I don't even know if, if what they're saying exists, exists. I just know that they're intent upon killing people. They love it. They have a bloodlust. They can't even sleep at night. Till, you got to get into this till they kill right people, here. and so Roger, are you there yet? Don't hear him, so I'm going to keep no, talking. No, you you gotta go wow. To well, anyway, um, they got a bloodlust to kill people, and they've got people scared. So, what are people doing? Well, they're scattering. You got to get on this to be able uh, to communicate. There's places in America where you can't even get a U-Haul truck. Oh, how do I know? I've tried it. All right. Well, I thought I'd get a van or something and move. Okay. You can't do it because they're all scarfed up by people that are desperate to get out of the city. There's some, there's some Why are they desperate to get out of the city? Oh, I, I think God puts it inside of people. That's what Jesus Christ said. When you see these things, flee the city. He said to Lot, get out of Sodom. All right, these Sodomites, I'm going to wipe them out. I'm going to wipe out the Sodomites. I mean, I'm going to wipe them out right down to the ground. It's going to be rad. It's going to be nothing but a scorched earth policy. We're going to burn this place with brimstone. What's brimstone? That's sulfur. That's burning hot sulfur from heaven, from the skies. Well, how'd it get in the skies? I don't know. Maybe he blew it out of a volcano. I don't know. Doesn't say. It's not pertinent to the... To the account, if it were pertinent and relevant to what God wanted us to know, he'd have told us where it came from. But I do know this. He's the one that done it. God kills people. I should repeat that again. God kills people. And he isn't messing around. And if that was true in the Older Testament, said the writers to the Hebrews, if that was true in the Older Testament, that he kills people and orders people to be killed, he said, how much more so... Now, and if you can't look around you and say there's some awful, ugly things been going on for for uh, well centuries, centuries, 
I look at what the Americans did to the Japanese and what they did to the German people and the English. And I look at what the Japs did well, to the Americans do and what the Germans did, but not as bad as the Japs. The Japs had no limits to what they did. They did whatever they wanted. Vicious, ugly, bloodlust. When I look at all that, now this has been within modern time. I look at what's happened in, within my lifetime. Talked to a lady yesterday. I get all sorts of calls, of course. Calls people having problems thinking the law is going to help them. Well, what can the law help me here? Well, we'll talk about it. Well, the law, here's the law. Okay, that's nice. That's the law. But I don't know if you've noticed here in recent decades, the government's not doing much about following the law. What they do, they want to wipe out the law. They want to ignore the law. So is the law going to help you? Well, I don't count on that in this particular instance, whatever instance it is. But this lady got to telling me about how she grew up in Romania, Romania, and she came here to the States. Now she's got a husband. And um, she came to the States, came as a little girl, but she was telling me about this crazy, this crazy emperor, this crazy dictator, this crazy man that they had over there, him and his wife. And now they were throwing people in jail by the thousands, uh, slaughtering people without discrimination. And I thought, well, we over here in America seem to think that that ain't going to happen. Leave that one Friends, neighbors, and kin. Our Just prisons are filled. I mean, filled. Do you have a piece of paper? With political prisoners. Okay. Uh, the federal right. prison this population, the federal system is over the top, growing work, exponentially. Okay. Well, of course, state prisons, two. too. And. Uh, Overflowing to busting to the point where in California, you know, they're just saying, well, this is stupid. We got to let these people go. We can't house them anymore. Well, that's what's happening in America. Well, then the question comes, what is to be our response to this madness? What is to be our response to this madness? They want your mother. They want your father. They want your children. They want to traffic in your children. They want to prostitute your mother and father for money. Prostitute them? Yeah. Use them as an excuse to demand more tax dollars. That's called prostituting. They're already prostituting most children in America in the public miseducation system. They're prostituting them. The more money, the more A-double-S's and E-S's they can get in classes, as they say. This is the mantra I've heard from the people that are deep into the public, the public, the government, school system. The more A-W-S-E-S's we have in classes, the more money we have. Try that and see if it doesn't bring Remember, right. That's their attitude. It's always been the way it's worked. If you can report more children in classes, that's why they take roll call every morning in public schools. And they call it in to the, okay, or now works. the email. When I was in school, they used to call it in. I remember in little Poduck America town, they come around every morning and they'd, they'd find out how many children were how many children were in the high school in the school that day, and they'd call the state capitol, give them the numbers, and that would dictate how much money they'd send down to you. Well, once things get like that, friends, neighbors, kin, one things get once things get like that, well then real quick it's going to morph into. We just need more money. Let's get more A-double-S's and E-S's in classes. And we, if we do that, then we can have the money to do what we know is right. What? Well, teach children that there is no God and teach them that evolution is sensible and destroy their view of humanity, thereby promote racism. You know, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Funny? Odd. Queer. 
queer? Yeah, well, that word has been hijacked too, but it's odd. Isn't it odd that Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn, the libraries in America, have now banned them because of racism? Um, Little House on the Prairie, what's the name of that gal? Wilder wrote that book. Little House on the Prairie is now banned. You know, about the family, little girl, they came to Kansas in the covered wagon. They they kind of, they did a homestead and and she said some things about, about red men and black men that that were said at that time, but she was trying to show that that's improper. It's racism to look down upon other people. Well, they can't see the difference, so they banned that book too. But you know what book they didn't ban? It, the book they didn't ban, without question, is the most racist book in the public library system. There are two of them. Both of them. Excuse me. Hello, Tom. We got Tom. Tom, we got you. Okay. Uh, let, all right. Just hold on. Just hold on for a second and let Brent yeah, finish, yeah, and we'll transition over to you. But I'm glad we're listening to you. Go ahead, Brent, and finish up if you would. But yeah, I'll give you the two books that aren't banned that are the most racist books ever written in the English tongue. The most race two most racist books are not banned in our government school libraries and public libraries today. And that is the book Origin of Species. Mm-hmm. And then the second book that Darwin wrote, what was the name of that one? It slipped my mind. But in those books, Darwin lays out the superiority of the white race and the inferiority of Aborigines, the African Negro. And he lays it out in no uncertain terms with diagrams. But that book's not banned. So what's going on? This is called political correctness. Yep. And I'll end this, Roger, and say we're in Genesis chapter 11 on Sunday mornings. And on Patriot Soapbox, join us. We're talking about how all that happened. And how all this racism began. And what racism is. And is there one race of Adam? No, there isn't. There are many. That's true. And we'll talk about that. Roger, back to you. You got a well, crowd for Tom. Okay, Tom great. Well, well fi- we finally got him on. I had to get him to dial in. We're having problems. His audio didn't work on Jitsi. He couldn't sign on with audio. We don't know why. But we took the alternative uh-huh. of calling in on the phone line, and he sounds pretty good. Uh, let me just say before I turn it over to Tom here, because I know he's really wanting to talk to you guys too. He's been really looking forward to our, our appearance. He's talked with several of our uh, of our students and our people that participate here, and I think he's realized we're a bunch of pretty level headed people. Uh, but I follow now on uh, Brent on Sunday, and I would encourage you to tune into in church, uh, and then I'm on with Thumper afterwards and we are uh, going over our stuff there and transitioning from brent over and i enjoy thumper very much brent i appreciate you uh, uh allowing or that it worked out that he and i had to uh, our paths cross uh so anyway this is tom we finally got tom on he's calling in, in on the phone and uh so tom i gave them at the start because i thought you were going to seamlessly join us some background on how we met and all that stuff and we 
we've uh, uh, jittered away about 30 minutes of the two hours we've got here together. And I know you've got a regular uh, program that you want to introduce people to you and uh, what you've got and do. So let me just turn it over. This is Tom Quinlan. Welcome. First time in the Radio Ranch Forum, Tom, and we're tickled to death to have you. I have your uh, one of your machines. And I'm very, very impressed with it. I've only had it since Tuesday, and I've only been able to go out because I've only been out one time where I needed to wear it. And uh, But I sure was happy to have it when I went out, and I won't go out. This is like, what's that? Was it was the old TV commercial, Don't Leave Home Without It? Okay, this is a don't leave home without it kind of deal. Okay, so let me introduce Tom Quinlan to our audience. Audience, Tom Quinlan. And Tom, I'm just going to bounce the ball over to you, buddy. Well, thank you, Roger. And Roger and I both apologize for the technical difficulties because we tested this uh, a few days ago. Everything was ready to go. And today I could not sign on with a live mic. It wouldn't let me. And I tried many, many times. And uh, actually, I'm on the computer now. The The uh, phone number uh, was busy. So I just went back <laughs> to the computer and for, I went back to the computer and somehow just clicked right on like it did for you and I. Uh, uh, go, go figure, you know. Okay, well, good. I thought you were calling in, and I'm glad you're on the digital feed because it's a little better audio generally. Tom, you're a really interesting fellow. You and I have had several com- phone conversations, and I was so fortunate because I hadn't listened to Rents in many years, and I just recently started listening. I was listening that night. You were in the third hour, if I remember, and here yes. comes this guy with the uh, this story that i went well wow isn't that interesting and then you got to the punchline, and here we are a few weeks later i've got one of your machines why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your background we got plenty of time and if we don't cover everything today now that we got the protocol down we'll just have you back you're welcome back at any time okay well i appreciate that i i've got a a, a good outline i believe and we should be able to finish in an hour and a half okay uh, we'll knock it out bro and, and so, if we get finished early, the audience has probably got some questions for you. For you. But let's go ahead and I, get I, you going, okay? Okay. Uh, I, I'd like to start out uh, every meeting by this statement. It's a trademark I have. It's called it's, uh, Technology Just Beyond Your Imagination. And what this does, it, it, it has nothing to do uh, with killing things or adding negative effects to your body or your mind. Um, unlike uh, the computer today, that's technology beyond your imagination that was going downhill. This, this is going uphill. And what, what I have to offer here in, in education, I guess, is that this technology enhances your life. Because when you have this technology, either around your neck or the whole house one that purifies your air inside your home, what it does, it allows your respiratory, immune, and neurological systems to rest. And they never get rest from birth to death uh, up until uh, NASA invented this thing and allowed some people like myself to work on it and make it for Earth use, as they call it. Uh, There was no rest for us. 1973, and I remember the day it happened, that the government asked us to uh, lock up our houses really tight, you know, seal our windows and our doors and on and on and on it goes. And 
1976, that's when all the charts that I've looked at now for, I don't know how many years now, 30 years, uh, they all went up with asthma, uh, uh, pulmonary fibrosis, and on and on. It's just unbelievable how ill we have become because of their mandate in uh, 1973 to seal up our houses as tight as we can to save energy while uh, it went the wrong way. And, uh, and this technology uh, was invented for NASA on the space station because they're having major problems with air exchange and they had all the fancy, and they still do HEPA filters and air cleaners and ionizations and all that, all up there. It wasn't doing it. So NASA with the uh, Wisconsin University, uh, they developed this uh, technology that actually was invented in 1927. And it sat in this guy's uh, shelves and they found it and they enhanced it to, to uh, purify the air in the space station. And when they did, everything went as planned. Uh, no more mold growing on the walls of the International Space Station and, and things like that. So uh, so they, they used it for four years before they released it to uh, the scientists, you know, to, to make it Earth use. And uh, from there on, I've been, I've been selling it, uh, modifying it, uh, enhancing, uh, not the technology, uh, I'm, I'm enhancing how it is distributed in the homes. And that is a huge part of the reason my technology actually works. There's a couple other companies who sell similar uh, from NASA, but uh, my company describes exactly what my science is all about. It's First of all, it's true science. Uh, this technology that uh, Roger has on around his neck and in the full house one, I have over 140,000 hours of testing, 12 universities, uh, I'm sorry, 12 labs, uh, six universities uh, throughout the world, England and, and, and Canada and us, and uh, uh, out of my pocket. So this wasn't investor's money. This is money right out of my pocket. I spent over $700,000 on those tests. Uh, so I know it works. And I've, I've put it through just not the lab test, because as good as the lab may be, and, and most, not most, I'm sorry to say that, a lot of them are not very good. But the, the real test is when I brought it into a lab, I had to test for a specific reason and a specific industry. Then when it passed that test, I went to the industry and I tested it for a year or two in their living actual environment. And that's where I got better results than I got from the lab test. So that was very surprising to me. So uh, this, this is tried and true. And what it does, it re removes friendly, in a friendly way, it removes all of our contaminants that we breathe in the home. And how it does it is that I have a little platform inside the, uh, the box, the housing, and it has five minerals on this platform. And I have a, a, a 
a UV light, but not the one you can pick up at the store. This is specifically made a light wave that generates friendly molecules from the minerals that are on the platform inside the, the housing. So when the UV light comes on, when you plug it on, it comes on right away. It That light hits the, the five minerals on the platform. And when that light hits them, they react by generating friendly molecules. Well, lo and behold, those uh, friendly molecules are the same molecules you get in a spring rain that cleans our outside air. But we, I call it spring rain because uh, we don't use ozone. Ozone works, but ozone belongs outside. It doesn't belong in our house. Anything that comes into our house gets temporarily trapped because we have a ceiling on it. We have a roof. So it has to find a way out. In the process of finding its way out, which is just gravity and, and pull, uh, we get it into our breathable airspace, which then enters into our respiratory system and lays on our skin and all kinds of other things. And that's the problem. So this technology actually brings a spring rain into your house uh, without getting wet. So all, all that's been done here, it wasn't simple, but it simply said that all we've done here is bring a spring sh uh, shower into your home. And that's all we've done. We've duplicated uh, nature, you know, God's creation. That's all we did is duplicate that. And, uh, and we didn't invent anything. We took what God has available to us and we found a way to bring it into our indoor air, indoor offices, homes, hospitals, whatever, uh, animal shelters, all kinds of places. And that's what it does. It, it purifies. Now, before I go any further, I want to let you know that uh, I have three spots here where I'm going to ask for questions, if you have any. So I'm not going to go for 90 minutes or 89 minutes and then ask for questions. We're going to have some breaks. So the use of ozone, the reason ozone is, is good in, in some applications, even in the home or the office, but this unit does not use ozone. It has an option to use it, like if you burn fish cooking, you, you want that out of your house. So you, you turn the ozone on for a two-hour window, and you leave the house, come back in three hours, and it'll be gone. Uh, at the office, if somebody does something uh, silly at the office or spills something, you can do it. But you have to leave. Uh, it won't kill you. But the reason I don't like ozone in the 24-hour the use usage of this device is that it is one of the major triggers for asthma. So why would I sell something to somebody that could hurt them and or a guest or a visitor they might have in their building? So the ozone is not used specifically uh, because it could uh, cause asthma. Even a mild case of asthma isn't pleasant. So that's why it isn't used. It does work good, but so does the technology we have already. It, it does just the same thing as ozone does, just takes a little bit longer. But when you're having, having it running 24-7 in your home, 
uh, who cares about it, the first three to four hours? It's going to run all the time. So uh, that's the advantage of uh, not using ozone. The advantage of having it available if you need it, again, if something uh, uh, goes wrong. Another time you'd use ozone, perhaps, is if you had somebody come clean your carpets or somebody paint your walls. Uh, you just turn it on for two hours and all that stuff is gone when you come back. You don't have to live with the shampoo smell or the paint smell in your home for days until it uh, uh, dissipates. So uh, one, another one of my favorite sayings is that uh, these are all trademarks that I have. Uh, it's the saying says, our homes and buildings are partially protected, yet we are completely exposed. And that is uh, a, a broad statement that is like absolutely true because we use HEPA filters, charcoal filters, water filters, UV lights hanging all over the place, and they only do a partial job. But it does give a lot of people a feeling of uh, security, of being cared for and protected. But it's only partial. Uh, what has to go through a filter or UV light or charcoal is that the contaminants have to find the device they're in. And even in the air conditioning system, you have the best, the best type of filter ever made. Uh, it still has to be sucked to that HEPA filter. In the meantime, it's multiplying by hundreds and thousands. Each particulate is multiplying. There's no, no way of, of getting it all out of your air because they multiply faster than they can be pulled into the, uh, the HEPA filter or, or, excuse me, whatever else you'd be using. And then um, in most cases, they're only trapped. They aren't deactivated. So they're still multiplying on the HEPA filter. You know, some have electronic pulses on them and stuff, all kinds of little remedies. The bottom line, it has to be pulled into the, uh, uh, the HEPA filter or whatever. My technology is a push technology. I go after your contaminants in your home. So you set your, uh, your in-home unit in your living room you turn it on, and now anybody coming into your home, including yourself, uh, the first three steps you make into your home, uh, you're deactivated. Nothing has to come to my housing to get deactivated. I go to the contaminant, wherever it is. It could be the cat litter, it could be you or neighbor, the laundry room, um, leaving an onion out on your kitchen sink, uh, but uh, a virus particularly, uh, one virus, one, just have one virus enter your room within 36 hours, it is, there's over a trillion viruses. That's how fast a virus multiplies. And I don't want to get into what we talk about with the COVID-19, but uh, the remedies are, it does not answer that question. You know, they, they, I'm not, I'm sorry, I don't want to get into it. It is not right what they're saying to us. Uh, it's just not bottom line, common sense science that they're perpetrating on our, our people. So what we have is technology that partially helps. 
uh, that's why we're we're uh, partially protected. But we want to be completely protected. So with the technology in your home and the technology around your neck, uh, you're protected. Your respiratory system is protected. Your immune system and your neurological system is protected. Now, there's a difference between the necklace and the home, and we'll get into that in a little bit. I want to talk about the home because that's where you sleep and eat and watch movies and, and newspapers. When you're in your home, always, when you're in your home, your neurological, respiratory, and immune system all get rest, relief. They haven't had it your whole life. So the first few weeks you have this in your home, I get a lot of phone calls, uh, excited people. Uh, mentioning they don't have watery eyes anymore. They don't have this anymore. Asthma is a big one. Uh, this takes care of asthma in less than three hours uh, in, in children. Adults a little bit longer, and I think that's because of all the medication buildup. But uh, with children, I've never had a unit in a house for more than two hours that the children no longer had asthma in their home. Okay, because all the triggers are gone. And I tell people when they call up excited, I, of course, people crying about it. And I say, you know, when they go to, go to church or school or movies, they're going to get asthma again. In your home, they're safe. What's going to happen, and this has been taught me, not in a lab, but this has been taught me in real life experiences. Uh, they, I get phone calls saying, you're right. After three or four months, they don't have asthma anywhere. Why is that? Well, that is because your immune neurological and respiratory system has finally built up enough muscles to take care of the problems they're having rather than uh, the inhalers and all that stuff. So uh, we, we eliminate these triggers and uh, these harmful contaminants from our breathable airspace that allows our body itself to heal itself. So uh, my technology does not get rid of... Uh, any diseases, including asthma. What it does, it gives our body a chance to have a little bit of rest, and when it does, it takes care of business. Instead of pharmaceutical, we just let our bodies take care of it after, uh, after they've gotten rid of all the uh, triggers that upset us so much. Um, the technology that I have here, I just want to mention that it is a priority uh, form of a photocatalytic oxidization. Uh, there's a few companies who use that technology. Uh, they don't distribute it properly, and they don't have as uh, one fewer uh, mineral in there uh, that is very important to uh, to get the thing universally working throughout your home. Now, one unit, okay, just one house unit, is is about 13 by nine by nine. They aren't very big, and they're, they're nice, they're black, and they have a, a little uh, 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 turquoise light in them so you know they're working. And that unit, when you plug it in, will, within three hours, an average size home, which is about 2,700 to 3,000 square feet, the average size home, all the air from the ceiling to the floor will be deactivated or purified. I like the word deactivated because it shows that we are aggressively taking care of the contaminants 
that you were breathing in your home. They're deactivated. Now, uh, bi bipolarization, they make a similar claim, but not so strong, because what they do is uh, negative positive ionization. It eliminates the contaminants from the breathable airspace. But by doing so, their, their system is, they send these guys out here, particularly the negatives, and they attach themselves to contaminants. They don't, they don't deactivate them. They just make them so heavy they fall to the ground. Now, uh, first of all, they don't always fall to the ground because sometimes you have a kitchen table on there and your, your uh, uh, kitchen sink and uh, bookcases. It sticks to anything it can. They like to say it falls to the ground and you vacuum them up. Well, what do you do when you vacuum? You throw them all back into the air again, a lot of them, millions of them. So they do get rid of a lot, not all, but get rid of a lot of the contaminants from our immediate breathing airspace. But they aren't deactivating nothing. What my technology does, it deactivates, which after three hours, anything entering your home is deactivated no more than three feet. So if you have an open window and you have this technology on, it will deactivate all the fresh air coming into your home. So you won't have any more pollen or mold and, and uh, stuff coming in through the window. Instead of having fresh contaminated air in your home, you will have fresh purified air in your home. And that is a massive difference than these pole technologies that pulls contaminants from the window into your home. So we provide a deactivated or purified air that nothing can reproduce anymore. That's when a virus comes in, it doesn't have 36 hours to multiply. It has nanoseconds and they're, they're all destroyed. They can't multiply. And that is, a, is as close as you can get the same purified. I actually don't like using the word. Uh, I was face to face with you. I probably went, but to make the, this thing uh, an hour and a half long, we'll call it purified, but actually we're deactivating things. Okay, we de deactivate things. There's what, What's the residual? I mean, you just can't make it disappear. Well, what happens is my friendly molecules, as I call them, they're multiplying by the, the millions and millions from the machine. And uh, they attach themselves to contaminants and they cause molecular imbalance, which makes them literally explode into water vapor. That's it. That's it. That's all it does. You, have, uh, you don't have anything floating on your carpet or hanging on your carpet or your, your walls and such. It's deactivated. It cannot multiply again. So once your home is pure, within the three, four hours it would take, uh, it stays pure as long as they leave the machine on. Uh, the other huge advantage to this is that where all other technologies try to pull things to a filter or the uh, 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 bipolarization, negative and positive ions, they drop things on the first surface that touches. They like to say it touches, you know, the floor and you vacuum them up. But they're going to stick to the first thing they can stick to. 
and it could be your dinner plates, you know, it could be your glass, it could, anywhere, it's going to stick on the first thing. It doesn't have a, a directive order to fall only on carpet, okay? So, uh, but what we have here is that there is no way anything's going to be duplicated or multiplied, I'm sorry, multiplied once it gets into a home with my friendly molecules. Now, after about 24 to 48 hours, when you first plug this in your home, after 24 to 48 hours, your air has been purified for the first, after the first three hours. No more than 48 hours afterwards, all your surfaces are purified. That's where the huge separation of true science comes in, rather than these gimmicks. I just call them caveman technology. Uh, uh, because they are. It, what we have out here is so far ahead of all other uh, air purification devices. So within within 30, I'm sorry, 24 to 48 hours, your surface is all purified. And that's all surfaces, whether it be the top of your, your uh, dining room table or the bottom of your dining room table. Everything is deactivated. Your chairs, your doorknobs, your kitchen uh, 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 sink and, and, and bathrooms and all your, your nozzles and everything. Your, if you leave your bathroom door open, your bathroom will all be deactivated. This is why uh, mold doesn't stand a chance in a house after about 48 hours. Your breathable airspace will be free of all mold um, uh, molecules to be free of all the mold and we will not kill this technology uh, I want to emphasize it will not kill or deactivate a mold colony you know the little clump of mold or big clump of mold you might find uh, in your walls or inside your walls it will not destroy that because that is a living organism but all the spores coming off of that are, are deactivated. So you still need to call mold uh, mediation in and, and get the mold off. But once you get the mold off, you got rid of the problem. So there won't be any more need. But the uh, technology will keep the mold uh, in like 99% of all cases uh, from even forming on your walls. But once it forms on your walls, you got to take it off. But the emphasis here is that you could have a black mold um, thing in your in your living room. If you have my technology, all the spores coming off that, looking for another place to attach themselves, are deactivated uh, within two or three feet at the most, at the very most, uh, two two or three feet. And so it's harmless to your respiratory system, your immune and neurological system, and and that's what we are. We are progressive technology that seeks out and deactivates all contaminants. I, I'd like to give one testimony of a lady who bought one of these from me many years ago and I put it in her house and you know everybody loved it and then uh, a few years later she moved and she called me up and says Tom it doesn't seem to be working in my new house. I said you know yeah, all you have to do is ask well where is it? She said well, I put it by the cat litter because I just didn't want that smell in my house. I said 
you 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 don't put this technology next to the contaminant. I, I asked her. I said, to unplug it, put it in the furthest part of your home, away from the cat litter." And she called me up several hours later and says, "That did it. It's gone." I said, "Yeah, we are not a HEPA filter. You don't have to put uh, a device next to the contaminant to get it out of your airspace." My technology is an aggressive, progressive, active push technology. You put it on the opposite side of the house, and it will eventually cross through all the airspace and find the, the kitty litter and deactivate it. So that, that was a good illustration of uh, pro-activation. Uh, what I'd like to, uh, I have a bunch of facts here. I don't think we have to... Uh, I go through them. There's a couple here, if you don't mind. Uh, I have at least six out of ten homes are in America are so contaminated they are truly living in a hazardous area zone. Since 1976, 1973 is when they told us to lock up our homes to save energy. Since 1976, asthma has increased over 100%. 100%. Uh, indoor air causes, this is from EPA and uh, other, I don't, I, these are not my numbers, I've, I'm reading off uh, government uh, agencies. Uh, indoor air causes 94% of all respiratory problems. Well, my technology eliminates all the reasons why that's happening. So, uh, you know, People ask me, and I always ask, frequently ask myself, why doesn't every home have this already? Uh, then 80% of all our home house deaths you see floating in the sunlight is human skin flakes, animal skin flakes, all those things, they're all gone. Uh, so uh, that's uh, what uh, I'll just leave. Well, there's one more here I'd like to add. Only 10% of the indoor contaminants are visible to the human eye. 90% are all bad boys, are invisible, and they don't belong indoors. Now I'd like to pause for a moment, and does anybody have any questions, please? Uh, yeah, I have a question. Uh, uh, I've used a electrostatic slash ozone generator in the past to clean my air conditioning ducts. How does this work? Well, it works in the same principle. I just hope you're out of the house when you do it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Okay, VR. What, what the ozone will do uh, when you put it through your air ducts is that our air ducts are made of galvanized aluminum. So whatever you put in there, whatever quantity you put in there, uh, basically, this is a real basic idea, whatever you put into your air ducts, 60 to 70 percent of it is attaching itself to the walls of your galvanized aluminum because that is so unbelievably uh, uh, bad for us to be breathing. So you only get about 30 percent of whatever uh, you're putting into the air ducts. You're getting about 30, maybe 40 percent into your actual air, breathable airspace. And it's not a bad idea. And I'm glad you brought up the air ducts. Uh, my technology, uh, the friendly molecules, after you know, three hours you get the air pier, 48 hours you service it up here. It, it may be two or three months, 
you know, this circulates with the air duct system too. In a, in a few months, uh, your air ducts will be uh, deactivated. I'm not going to say purified because I don't know how many sandwiches are left in your air ducts. And I've seen this a number of times. Uh, the, the people put them in, they leave trash and food in there. And that's why your air duct should be cleaned at least once uh, uh, in the lifetime of the house because you don't know what the construction people left in them. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, that, that's not a bad idea if you leave the house. And I always advise that people use ozone. If it's running for two hours, wait for three to come home. Then, you know, the residual of the uh, ozone used should be completely dissipated or very close to it. You know, it's, it's, it's be harmless. You may smell it, but it won't be bad. The other thing you do when you use ozone, depending on how many levels, but every level you have in your home, crack a window the thickness of your finger. You don't want to fill your house up with ozone. You're trying to purify it. And how does a river get purified? By running water. How does air get going downhill? How does air get purified? It's by going up. But it needs replacement. It needs flow. So when you use an ozone uh, cleaner in your home, crack, you know, so if you have three stories, every story, every floor, crack one window the thickness of your finger. And that'll be enough air, makeup air, to properly uh, mix the ozone in your home because it'll cause air currents in, in front of those windows and in the rooms associated to it. And you'll get much better circulation, much better purification, and, uh, and it'll just work so much better. Just, again, one of those nature things. Tom, let me. can I interrupt for just a second because of our technical I was stuff? Good. And oh, it's done. Uh, well, hold on. Let me just add this. This is color for the audience because the background we didn't get here this morning with our problems. You owned a pretty large home cleaning business in the Denver area for a number of years. How many? You had over 200 employees and six or seven regional offices or something, and that's how you kind of worked into this and became aware of it and got on this path. Is that pretty correct? Uh, no, it, it isn't correct. <laughs> I mean, some numbers are correct. But they're all, they aren't lined up right. Okay. Uh, if you I, just I, I, just give the audience that background, because I think it's important when you're bringing these comments like you just did with Pat. So go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, you didn't interrupt. Uh, uh, in fact, if you don't interrupt, you probably will never get a question. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're, uh, I owned a uh, gas appliance company for uh, about 20 years. And after six months of uh, working in that field and getting certified and all that stuff, I found that people were suffering from excess carbon monoxide and fumes from their gas appliances. Uh, technicians would go in there and they change a valve out for you and your unit would work and everything. So you would think everything's good. Over 85% of two and a, 250,000 homes my crew and I covered in, in 20 years, it was 85% of all the homes we did that were new to us had carbon monoxide leaks, exhaust leakage, incomplete combustion, and all that. So what I did after six months of, uh, of starting that company is I came up with the phrase, it's your safety, 
is the heart of my business. It's your safety. So if you called me up to fix your furnace next next Friday, uh, January uh, September 2nd or 3rd, uh, that's what you think I'm coming for. That's what I told you I was coming for. But on my checklist, it's way down on my list to fix your furnace. My first job is to make sure you're safe. My first job, second job, that is, is to make sure your appliances have proper intake, makeup air, and exhaust that it's flowing properly. If your car didn't have that, it'd be stalling out every time you, you hit the stop line or just whenever you hesitate, your car would, would, uh, would quit running. Well, in our homes, we have so much airspace. When you have bad combustion, it just goes into your home where you're breathing and your kids and your pets and all that. So that's what I started. And uh, I never had to advertise, not once. And I had seven employees and a, and a full-time secretary, a big warehouse and all that stuff. Uh, we got all of our referrals, uh, our business from referrals, because we'd go into your home and you make sure you're safe. And by doing that, what we did is eliminate of so many part changes because the reason your, your your furnace was cycling wasn't that your valve was shorting out it was that it couldn't bring in enough fresh air to keep the flame on so the flame would leave the burner or the igniter and the the the, the appliance would shut down as a safety feature it had nothing to do with electronics it had everything to do with the the exchange of fresh air and and exhaust that's all it was and we fixed thousands that way so what got me into inventing these things is i i taught for years nationally uh to uh, hvac companies how to eliminate uh completely if not uh, at least mostly their advertising bills uh is that you service properly and then you get referrals and and they just couldn't understand that they thought everybody all the service going out every ticket has to average five hundred dollars or they'll get fired or some garbage like that no uh my bills never averaged that nothing close to that yet i had a nice running business here in colorado so after those years of teaching and finding uh, i wasn't getting anywhere i thought you know i gotta find something to protect our 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 communities from service technicians so so that's what got me into uh into the nasa thing and, and other inventions i have uh is that i have devices that will uh deactivate the things that we ourselves leave behind the our you know all the outgassing of our homes and service technicians when they come in and they change out a valve and now it works good well, that's probably just because he's lucky. What really was wrong is the oxygen e exhaust uh, replacement wasn't in proper ratio. So, uh, so the, where, where the 200 some people came in is that in 2013, uh, I had built this, this company up, True Science, where I had uh, 220 employees throughout America, uh, 14 uh, regional managers, and I was literally, uh, this, I had a big meeting with my managers on a Saturday on March 2nd, 2013. I had a meeting with them 
and uh, in, in Denver. And then I was on my way to Colorado Springs to receive an award from NASA uh, because I used one, some of their technologies for a, a different type of uh, air purifier. And uh, they thought it was unique enough that I, I should get an award for it. I was on my way to that and my business partner, I, I still don't know why, uh, uh, we got out of the car and they got back in and they, uh, they ran me over. <laughs> they, they thought they had ended my life, so they threw my body in a river. And uh, I wasn't there long, apparently, because I didn't drown. But I got out of the river and uh, took uh, four years to regain uh, consciousness like I have today. Another three years to get all my facilities working and uh, thinking processes and all that. For the last two years now, I've been uh, uh, progressively moving through life, uh, rebuilding uh, my products. Uh, they didn't, all they got was the money. There was a lot of money, you know, in the millions, but who, I do care, but who cares? They didn't get any of my science. Uh, they didn't know how to use it. So, uh, so that's where I had all those employees. Of course, when you get hit by a car and uh, for any reason, and you're laying in the river, then your four years, uh, can't even think straight. Uh, I didn't have any employees after four years. <laughs> Everybody was gone. I contacted a handful of them, but no, you know, I disappeared without notice and without communication. So, um, you know, nobody was really yelling at me, but they said, no, we don't want to do anything. So this has been a, uh, I talked about the money I've spent on it, uh, the life uh, that I've had to go through to get to to today uh has been a, quite an experience um uh, and I, i'm thankful to god I'm, I'm still breathing and i am happy i'm not as happy as i was before i got hit but i have a a, a level of happiness that uh is 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 good so uh that's the uh the the that's how all this has come up to today and right now i'm doing this 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 whole thing by myself not because I don't trust people, I just don't have the energy to run a company anymore. I just uh, I took a lot out of you uh, to to uh, pull out of that. So I'm I'm looking to sell the the uh, air purification the rest of my life to organizations like yours, uh, Roger, and and to uh, people I come in contact with, and I'm I'm pretty successful doing that. But I have other inventions I, I want to sell to uh, to businesses, corporate America, where they'll manufacture it themselves, distribute it themselves, and I'll just sell the whole uh, device to them to uh, to take care of uh, distribution and well, manufacturing. Basically, a license type agreement. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it'll go that far. I I, I need to get rid of them. You know. As long as I have them, I'm going to keep working on them. Uh, I want to just sell them completely. Well, you, you know, and I think the audience can understand at this point, I didn't expect you to tell that personal stuff there, Tom. You had mentioned it to me, and even a little more details, which provoked me even more to get you on the program today, quite frankly. So I'm glad you shared that with the audience. 
Okay. But you can see how the COVID phenomena and whatever else they got coming is just a perfect setup for what he's got. Okay. Now I, I don't have the whole house unit. I just got, uh, the little neck unit. I know several of our listeners have spoken with you and ordered them. And I know you're going to jot down there to, uh, Alabama and go be with Daryl and Jimmy and all those good folks in October at the Rebel Jamboree, Rowdy Rebel Jamboree. I think think is uh, uh, the exact title and uh, so you're going to get a chance to meet a lot of our folks because there can be a pretty good many of them there I'm thinking and uh, uh, I think y'all can see why I wanted to get Tom on not only the quality of the person that he is obviously you can tell already but this is a wonderful little deal he's got it appears to be very different and as I was saying before you got on Tom on the setup I know of at least one or two people here who's the spouse is like-minded like uh, you know they're like-minded like us and their spouse has gone and gotten one or two jabs already we just lost oh, a dear friend of this program for that reason right there okay and uh, uh it was enough when you crossed my path to say we got to get this introduced to everybody you know and we're all most of us are out and about and people are shedding this stuff and the little necklace or a clip-on i guess it could be a clip-on uh apparatus uh it protects you within three feet of anywhere you go okay and so this seems like something that you can easily see why i wanted tom on and if any of you guys have got any questions or stuff at this point why don't you uh, tom if you don't mind entertaining them uh they may have some so otherwise i'll just turn it over to you if nobody's got any questions and i'll shut up for a minute please if any questions okay we're going to go into uh well i would have one short question oh good please Go ahead. Yeah, this is Jeff. And so I do have one of these small units, and my question is, how is it different from the home version? Yeah, that's what we're going to get into next. But okay. I'll, I'll right, just yeah. start with that, your question. Does anybody else have any question? Hey, yeah. this, is, uh, this, is, this is Scott. I was a mechanical contractor for 30 years in, in Atlanta, you know, and dealt with a lot of home issues and did the same things you're talking about, the helper filters, carbon filters ozone generators all that type of stuff and that's why very earlier on when the COVID thing happened and they were cramming everybody into walmart but COVID wasn't allowed to go inside <laughs> but you had, but you had to run to your car because it's outside in the parking lot when you, get you. you know and as dirty as air conditioning systems are the blowers in a sealed space in a walmart it's like a spray nozzle. Well, Everybody in that store would be dying in death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? yes. And so for me, it didn't, it was, I just, it was bullshit, bullshit, bullshit from the get go. And, uh, but like you, I did my whole life. I, I was going into people's homes and businesses with dead air issues and fresh air issues and allergies. And, you know, we were limited to what we could, uh, what was on the market, you know, and we put in these expensive air filtration systems and the, and the generators and all that type of stuff as much as we could. But, you know, some people, there's a lot of toxins, as you say, the, the, the air in your home is, and it was preached into me, all the training I went through, the air in your home is the, probably the dirtiest most of us will breathe. So where, where did they tell everybody to go during this shit? Go inside. <laughs> yep. And lock yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. Stay inside. Avoid avoid the sun. Avoid exercise, and avoid your friends and family. And you'll be healthy. And, and keep CNN CNN on twenty four seven. 
guaranteed death, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is. It, it's terrible. And it is. It's the magic pill, it's the magic pill of death. Stay I swear, inside. I think yeah. it's Friday night at the comedy club, man. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but one of, the, one of the things I came up with on my own after pulling my hair out trying to deal with all this crap over the years was charcoal. Yeah. Uh, we deal. We dealt with a lot of ducted air conditioning systems, as you said. They're you know sheet metal, and a lot of the newer ones are fiberboard. So you're breathing broken glass all the time yeah. if you have a fiberboard duct yeah. system yeah. or flexible duct. It, the junk builds up even more. But I would go. I would bring in a really nuisance problems. I would go uh, buy a a bag of charcoal, Kingsford briquettes charcoal, and stick about ten of them down in the blower compartment and run the fan on all the time. And it would pull the fumes out of the, off the, that uh, charcoal, and it killed a ton of contaminants within the duct system or neutralize them. Right, neutralize, yeah. And they said, well, what did you do after all these years? And da 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 I said, ah, little magic. <laughs> yeah. $5 bag of charcoal, you know? <laughs> you know, so, that, yeah. yeah. It, was about, it was about a $500 solution, though, wasn't it, Scott? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, since you brought that in, I'd like to go a little further with the HEPA filters, charcoal water, you know, ionizers. Black, black, and all that. Coal, black coal matters. You, know? yeah. okay, you don't have to turn that off. All right. Uh, so, all right. Oh, there we go. I, Thank you. Can I ask uh, what your website is? I'm not going to be able to stay to the end of the show to hear it. Okay. The website is really an introduction to my company. Uh, you won't see any products on there, but the web page is uh, you know the www.truesciencetechnology.com. All one word: truesciencetechnology.com. Okay, and then t to order a unit, then you have to do something else. Then you call me. Okay. I, I want to talk to people, and okay. that's been uh, a massive uh, benefit. For the people who buy this technology because by the time we're off the phone you'll know if you're ordering the right size and how to use it when to use it how to charge it how to clean it and those things uh you can put them on a on the web page but the conversations are are actually very invigorating for me and the people seem to enjoy them also and uh so that's what that that would be uh the way to order it my phone number if uh, I'll give everybody a chance to write it down. Okay. My phone number is 720-252-0597. Very good. Thanks, Tom, and thanks, Roger, for having Tom on. Yeah, you're welcome, well, Jack. You. I, hey, Jack, Jack, this is the real deal right here, okay? Well, I, if you can hang around another five minutes, Jack, and then I'll get to the next subject. Do you mind? Jack, he may he may have already darted out. He's yeah, bu he's fine. real busy lately. What what I like to what I like to emphasize. Oh, when Tom, you use other, well, this is we're recording this, and they can access the whole pro show in the archives and pass it around to other people too. Oh, so I just okay. wanted to add that. Let's go forward. Thanks. That's great. We we brought two things up. We've brought up the uh, uh, different ways of. Uh, deactivating things in your, your home, whether it be charcoal, HEPA filters, or whatever it is. Our bodies have been under seas since uh, 1990, I'm sorry, 1973, okay, indoor air. 
And you're right. It's two to five. Some some organizations even say 100 times more contamination takes place in the home than it does outside. And uh, that that's scientifically, mathematically possible. Uh, and probably two to five is really normal. A hundred might be a little extreme. The thing is, when you put anything in your home that gets rid of anything at all, our neurological respiratory immune system, they're jumping for joy. Yay, yay, yay. Well, you only got, got rid of 10%, but 10% of poisoning, uh, your body rejoices. It's trying to take care of business. And that's why a lot of, a lot of people I talk to say, well, I, I really feel pretty good about the HEPA filter. I said, you want to feel 10 times better? Because the HEPA filter, at the very best, the first 30 to 90 days, is probably taking care of some dog hair and stuff like that. After that, it's, it's literally worthless. It's a, it's a motorized Petri dish in your home. Uh, but they had that initial jolt of health when they first put it in because it was eliminating a few of the particulates that were irritating their bodies. Mine eliminates all of them. So uh, it's, it's a battleground for me uh, sometimes to, uh, to, to persuade people that, you know, 90 to 100% of all your contaminants are out of your indoor air breathable space is better than uh, maybe 10% for the first 90 days. After that, they're right back to 100% contamination and maybe even worse. Uh, so, uh, and the, the other thing I want to point out is the difference now between the necklace and the home home inversion. The home version does have a small, little, tiny, just, uh, just tiny little needle that produces negative and positive ionization because that's net, that's in nature. Uh, but it's it's very very small. What you have in your necklace, in in the I'm sorry, and the cause for that is to purify and all that. What you have in your necklace is more of a repellent. And there's there's no PCO in there. All it is is negative and positive ionization. And it comes out of this little little clip about uh, well, twice as big as uh, the old matchboxes, you know, that we used to used to see around. Uh, just the little ones you carry in your pocket. They, they aren't that big. And it has a hole in the center with a blue light that shines, so you know it's working. And it it, it emits these positive negative ions at, at a very low rate so you don't get sick, okay? And it repels things. When you put this on, you're usually moving. You're sitting at a restaurant. People are moving. There's no uh, way for it to build up in your respiratory system because there's movement where, when you have it on. You have it on in public, in public buildings, uh, uh, you know, churches, movie theaters, offices where you work, whatever. When you get into a, a cab or a lift, they're great to have in there too. I put mine on when I, I do lift. When I do lift and I crack my window, just tiny little crack. Again, you got to keep the air moving, and that's what is one of the huge advantages of it. And then the other thing I want to point out, is the name of my company is True Science Technology Done Right. And the reason it's so long is because 
I have true science. And there's, there's, there are true sciences out there for other fields and other areas. But if they're not done right, you're only getting maybe 50% of the advantage. That's why I want to talk to people on the phone. You're going to buy true science from me. Uh, why don't I show you how to do it right so you get 100% of uh, the advantage of what you just bought? So by doing it right is by placing it properly in your home or around your neck and using it at the right time. Uh, if you got, you know, a, a windstorm outside, uh, I wouldn't put my necklace on. It's not going to help at all. It's going to blow it all away before it can even help me. But it'll blow everything else away too. So go outside. But you don't, you don't need to put your necklace on in a uh, a, a storm type situation uh, because the storm is taking care of that. So uh, that's why I like to talk to people uh, on the phone because it's technology, true science. Okay, it's true science. Technology done right is what I want to be on the phone for. I want to uh, give two or three suggestions of where to put the units in their home. So they'll get the full benefit of the air circulating throughout their home and get the, the health benefits of having this in their, in their breathable airspace. So um, I'll ask one more time, any more questions on that? Okay. Tom. I, go ahead. Question. Uh, sure. Would, would you put this like in a, this device in a category of something like a catalytic converter? No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. So it doesn't. It doesn't convert anything. It just. Uh, would it be correct to say it just oxidizes it? That that'd be a much more accurate uh, description. But what, okay. what we have is a UV light shining on, on minerals that with this particular UV light, uh, it activates the minerals, uh, the, yeah, the minerals to produce the, mole- the friendly molecules. So that's where all the activity takes place. Then those molecules are projected into the helm at a certain fan speed. If you do it too fast, the molecules are destroyed before they can even enter your breathable airspace. If it goes too slow, you don't have enough uh, thrust to get it through a 3,000 square foot home. So all that had to be, that just validated, calculated and experimented with. So so all the activities in the house, in the housing, and then they're projected with a fan into your breathable airspace to where your friendly molecules do the next job, and that's they attach themselves to the contaminants, causing a molecular imbalance. They spin literally out of control in nano, nano, nanoseconds, and they explode into water vapor. And the water vapor accumulation in a home was 0.601. I mean, this is not enough to make a difference, no matter where you live. Uh, so uh, as far as water accumulation goes. So uh, does that help? Uh, yeah, it clarifies it somewhat. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a lot it's, more to go. Yeah, it's, it's more than I can say without an NDA and a, uh, you know. So, yeah, I appreciate your, your understanding that. Appreciate the question, too.
It's a very good explanation, Tom. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, uh, part of, uh, I'm going to get into something a little uh, business personal, is my first three years of, of uh, selling this stuff, uh, you know, you get so many eyes that are crossed and or wandering. Uh, I realized what I was doing is I, I was trying to convince people they already knew it, but I had to bring their attention to it more, is that they have an invisible problem with their indoor air. Then, after convincing them of that, then I had to convince them I had an invisible solution for them. <laughs> and that's just, you know, I sold units, but not like I am now. So now I try to, uh, and I appreciate your, your comment on my explanation, I try to make it understandable. You know, uh, it's it's more so now that the virus is out. But well, uh, well Tom, they've watched yeah. a whole world bite on a scam virus to the point they have. It's a lot more believable now. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, the the first few days after the virus came out, and they're talking about masks. You know, I'm just a, I'm just an old Irishman here in, in Colorado. I thought, who is doing that? There's not a mask made to stop a virus. In fact, these viruses can go through in, in, a, in a, a family of 30 and go right through that mask without ever being even slowed down. Yep. You know? And they're telling us, there's national doctors telling us to put a mask on. You got to be kidding me. You know? It was so ridiculous. It's mass but, hypnosis. Know, I mean, there was a hypnosis expert the other day on, on one of Alex's hours there, and his whole deal, he's pretty famous, evidently. He said, just exactly like I do in my shows. I go from one person to the other. I've got them all under, and I ask them a question, and they all answer the same. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's a scary position to think what we're in right now. Well, you know, now for both of us, you, and I, I, I could just relate when you're saying how hard you're trying to tell people about an invisible problem with an invisible cure. Okay. Well, that's yes. much like my political information. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And now all of a sudden people are very interested. Okay. But buddy, I've been trying to hammer this out there for over 10 years and it's been tough sledding. Okay. Some the it folks is. on this board right here, some of the ones, some of them have been there a long time, you know, and it just takes a while to undo the hypnotic spell you're in, you know, cause it's Pavlovian conditioning. But I just wanted to draw that parallel. Cause when you were saying that I couldn't help but think about it. And here you are on this program with this audience so tom go ahead roll on man got about uh, okay, uh probably about you. 20 20 a little over 20 minutes I, I i don't have a clock in front of me sorry no that's okay i'm just telling you you got about okay, 20 yeah, 25 yeah, minutes yeah. okay i'm gonna move on kind of quick i have uh numbers to acknowledge. well hey you can come back anytime and join us so don't okay, feel thanks. like you're under pressure and it's a one-time shot because i've been in that situation too and you know, just give it to us we'll have you back brother you're welcome anytime Thank you. like I everybody agree. here okay go on yeah i still apologize i mean we can't apologize for the computer but i apologize that i wasn't on right at night yeah, that's okay don't worry about it we're real, real informal we're informal and spontaneous here Thank you. Well, I have an article I wrote. On, it's called Numbers to Acknowledge. And I'm going to go through this uh, pretty rapidly because I, I do want to f 
finish this, and then I'd like to be on again, and we'll we can uh, uh, go through some layers if we want to. Yeah. Uh, just numbers to acknowledge. First is mold. There are over one thousand types of molds capable of surviving for long periods of time, causing millions to suffer with asthma, allergies, and etc. That's why a HEPA filter and and all these other technologies I told you about, they cannot purify a surface where mold grows. We purify surfaces after 24, 48 hours, and then they stay pure because you're going to keep the machine running. It just takes time to make up for all the uh, 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 contaminants that are built up in a home, in a building. So there's over a thousand types of mold in our homes that can cause severe things. Well, with my technology, there may be a thousand moles, but they can't do a thing to you because they're all deactivated. You know, they're, they're, they're coming off the wall. Their um, spores are coming off the wall and they're immediately being deactivated. They can't keep multiplying into our airspace or to another surface to, to form another colony. So uh, once you get it in, it's in. And I advocate this to the mold industry. It's very strong. And when you find mold, uh, what was it, 10 more days before a mitigator comes by? Well, why are you having your people breathe 10 more days of mold? You can take care of it right right now. Uh, and then have the mitigator come in and do their work, which they should do, and then uh, sell them the machine. <laughs> okay, that's mold. Now we're going to go to bacteria. Bacteria, there are over 1.3 million categorized uh, bacteria. There are, there are estimated over 7 million uncategorized bacteria. Only 1% of all bacteria can be grown in a laboratory for research. So you have 1.3 million bad boys that we know about, in bacteria, there isn't all bad boys. Some bacteria are good. So 1.3 million, and we can only we can only put one percent of those in in a lab and put them on a, a little uh, a viewing plate. Only one percent, and then the seven million they suspect out there that we can't. So we're talking a very very tiny percentage of defense the medical field can give us. Where again, my technology is as invisible as it is, will deactivate every one of these bacteria when it gets into your airspace because they will attach themselves to it, cause a molecular imbalance, and turn into the water vapor. So there isn't any formula, there isn't any uh, enhancing of a bacteria. If you're bacteria or you're mold, and I'll throw in there, or if you're a virus, no matter what virus you are. If you come in contact with my friendly molecules, you are turning into water vapor in nanoseconds, and there won't be any multiplying and growing in your homes. Okay, then uh, a, a virus can double it, uh, multiplies at a rate of double itself. And within 24 hours, one bacteria can turn into 8 million bacteria. And that's why these, these pole technologies uh, in your air duct or in the HEPA filters, they're pulling things to you. Well, while they're coming, while the, the bacteria is going to the HEPA filter, it's multiplying by the thousands. That that HEPA filter, 
as good as it may be, or, or whatever, no, or how high the fan is set, it cannot capture these bacteria that are multiplying and going all over your home, breathable airspace. They just can't do it. And the virus has a has the same problem. The advantage of not advantage. One one a bacteria it can live up to sixteen months uh, under your toaster or under some napkin you have, you know, holding a flower vase or something. Viruses are very short lived. Uh, they they do not land on surfaces and hang around for sixteen months. Uh, bacteria does. Uh, a virus dissipates pretty quick, but the viruses, there are over almost 18 million types of viruses. Three and a half million of those causes illnesses that result in about or little more than half a million deaths a year globally. Those viruses actually kill people. Uh, so the three and a half million that, are, that we're concerned about. Now a virus multiply, multiplies itself by 100 times itself. And within 36 hours, you have from one, one virus, from one virus in 36 hours, you have one trillion. Uh, no, no pull suck in technology can take care of that fast of multiplying uh, element. It just can't do it. Where my technology, when the first uh, virus comes into your breathable airspace, and again, nano, nano, nanoseconds, it's turned into water vapor. There is no multiplying. That's why I, I don't like using the word purification, but it's, it's more justified than anybody else's. But once you've had the, this unit in your home for three hours running, uh, anything else coming in is going to be deactivated on contact immediately. So your air really does stay as close to pure as possible. Uh, it really does a good job because we don't let these things travel through our airspace looking for a HEPA filter while they're multiplying by hundreds of thousands and, and attaching themselves to, to the thing. So uh, the deactivation is the huge separation uh, from my science to anybody else out there. Let's see here. Uh, just a little, uh, three, four points here I'd like to point out. Vaccinations, as of 2010, because I haven't found a report better, sooner than that, there are only 760 vaccinations in the world for all the viruses we have. And if you got a if you got a pencil with you, I'd like to write this number down. So our medical field that can supposedly handle the COVID nineteen, okay, up till COVID nineteen, we had point decimal point one two three four five zeros decimal point put five zeros four two two percent. That's how good the medical field is protecting us. Oh, boy. It is. But they brag about one success, and then they, they I think, they perpetrate on people's minds. That means they got everything covered. It's kind of like Babe Ruth, you know, one of the greatest home run hitters of all time. He also is one of the greatest 
strikeout kings in the whole time too. Sure was. You guys struck out, unbelievable. But you know, uh, the other side is that he had a whole whole lot of home runs. We don't talk about the strikeouts. We talk about the home runs and and the games he won by his power and all that stuff. But you know, we don't talk about how many times he struck out with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth. <laughs> we don't even mention that. But uh, so greatness is. Uh, relative to, I think, uh, what you're doing, and the medical field is failing miserably. When you got point zero 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 four two two percent of vac- vaccines for the viruses that are out there, that can hurt you. Well, not only yeah, that, but the whole established medical community is absolutely committing Harry Carey. You know, yeah. Oh, the, the, yeah. a lot of them are leaving that won't take the jab. The other ones that are staying there are going to get whatever effects are coming. There's going to be there are already incredible staffing problems because they want people to staff it that have been vaccinated. And it's just going to get worse in the future. We also and I mentioned to you, Tom, uh, we're, we're going to we've hooked up with a doctor friend that I've known for 20 years. I worked earlier on with an incredible product. His he's moved into this frequency field and he's got a whole line of of frequency devices and that to me and myself and other people like my friend harvey and visionary people that can see that it's the future of medicine because frequency cures all that all the whole traditional allopathic medical field is shooting itself in the foot and is going to dissipate like spinning out of control into water vapor I hope so. Uh, I mean, now the insurance companies are tied in. So, uh, you know, they're they're not giving people scheduled transplants, liver, heart, stuff like that. They've been on the list for years, and they're about to get it. And because they won't take the vaccine because their current condition will kill them if they do, and they won't let them get the heart transplant now. I mean, it's all this catch-22 stuff that's absolutely nuts, and my sense is going to get nuttier. Yeah, I, I can give a personal experience on that. Uh, uh, January this year, I had the COVID uh, virus, and it did. It, it, two two days, I almost died. And one day, I, I thought I had died. I thought I had died. And when I came out of all that, uh, my doctors, a couple of them, said, do not get a vaccine. You will die. You, you've you got it. you got it in your system. You're one. Yep. Be happy. Yep. Do not and, and now, you know, uh, just the other day, I was at a place, and I had to leave because I wasn't vaccinated. And I said, yeah, I didn't fuss. I said, okay, that's fine, you know, whatever. Uh, but uh, just getting back to these little facts here, uh, adult breathes up to 16 times a minute. A child breathes 44 times a minute. That's why, uh, particularly I'm picking on the uh, uh, bipolar Ization, the uh, negative and positive, they they put in their their uh, literature in the web page that it drops it to the floor and then you vacuum it up. Well, I think my little baby crawling on the floor is sucking up as much as that vacuum is. And they found out that a, a, a crawling baby on on a normal floor equals that baby smoking four cigarettes a day. That's the damage a baby experiences crawling on the floor. Well, what else goes on the floor? Our cats, our dogs, maybe our parrot, I don't know. But if if you're by the floor, if you're breathing by the floor like babies do and our animals do, and you got bipolarization, uh, 
you're, you're putting them right into the sauce that you don't want them to have. You don't have it because you're three foot tall, you know. You don't experience it, but they're experiencing it with every breath. And that's why my device deactivates. There's no carpet accumulation or, or surface accumulation of junk. No. In, in, in fact, in 48 hours, it's going to be all uh, deactivated. And then uh, I'd like to move on to... Uh, this is something about the vaccination I, I just had to bring up. Uh, the 20 months we've had the cohort with us, we've had about 4.3 million people die globally. Now you, you put in the, what is it, 8 billion people we have here? That's a very, very small percentage. Uh, and they're, they're causing all kinds of uh, kinds of muck about it. And, you know, I was almost part of that uh, 4.3 million. Uh, so I understand, you know, they die. But who, you know, the World Health Organization, every year, and this came out before the virus. Every year, they estimated, which is very interesting, exactly 4.3 million people die every year of indoor air contamination. Wow. But there's been no push to clean that up, not like the virus, you know. So that's just, it's just interesting numbers. As I think all of us who are engaged in life, you come across these things that... You make it makes you scratch your head, saying, "Okay, we're all upset about the virus. Almost two years it took to get the 4.3 million, but every year for years, uh, we've had that same number die because of poor air. Yep. Why? Why is the medical field all over about that? Okay. So one thing I'd like to point out, and then I, I could be done for the the day if you like. Now these are some of the symptoms that you could. Uh, Look for it, and there will be indicators of uh, indoor air problems in your home, and that is uh, uh, eyes, nose, and throat irritations. Uh, fatigue is another one. Getting I call them afternoon blues all the time. That's because you're you get up in the morning, you're kind of fresh, and you eat breakfast, and all those nice things happen. And about two or three o'clock, you're you're starting to get fatigued. A lot of that has to do is with your three friends being exhausted. Your neurological respiratory immune system are exhausted fighting all the contaminants you breathe. When I've had this uh, talk to me, uh, given to me two times from two different uh, manufacturing plants, is that they said, you know, we get more out of our people now. We don't have people having, well, this is where I got this term from, afternoon blues. I said, yeah, because your body's, are at full strength all the time, not working their, their tails off. Another one is dizziness, nausea, headache, sinus congestions, shortness of breath, coughing and sneezing. And then there's one other one I used when I was doing the, uh, the, the gas appliances and such, and people would call me afterwards and say, we feel so much better now. I had thousands of unprovoked phone calls with testimonies of mostly housewives who said, you know, my whole family feels better. What did you do? And I tell them what I told them when I left. And they, because they've experienced it, then they were able to understand what I was saying better. 
but this is one of the things I, I used for uh, uh, homeowners. I said, you know, if you feel really, really, really good when you go on vacation, you probably have something in your home. Because <laughs> you shouldn't feel that good when you go on vacation. And, uh, and then I tell them, when you get back from vacation, in two, three weeks, if you're feeling the same as you did before you're on vacation, you probably got something in your home that's knocking your, your systems down. And that has been uh, very valuable for homeowners to know. Or if you go on vacation and you get real sick, well, the room you're sleeping in may have a contaminant in them. So be aware of your surroundings it's, and what your body's telling you. Tom, stuff like that. are there any little tests or anything that people could do to detect that minuscule type of contamination in their home? That, that Just your body? And that's a great question. And this is one of the fallacies of the radon testing. Uh-huh. And, and contaminants are governed somewhat by what this. What I'm going to tell you. Uh, radon and other are are subject to humidity in the air that particular moment, wind speed, outdoor air temperature, and the big one is barometric pressure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the radon people, if, if you're going to buy a house for me and I had a perfect day for testing, two or three days it is, I may come up with, you know, 0.00 radon. But all the rest of the year, it was at 10. You know? So yeah. the radon testing is a, just an absolute gamble. I, I remember when that, when that whole radon thing came out, I had a house with a basement up there in Georgia, and I, I remember yeah. being conscious of it. Did anybody have any questions at this point as we get towards the end of the program, at least for today's session? No. Roger, I just got a quick comment. Okay. Um, Tom, thank you so much for, for your great presentation. It's so good to hear you today. And for people that can't see the, the chat room, Tom mentioned that you can't go out to his website, True Science, and actually view what his devices are. But you can go to Jeff Rentz's website and, view, and get a visual on what Tom's... Um, he does. He Thank you. Yeah. He, just go out to Rentz.com, R-E-N-S-E.com. Uh, just scroll down, Rents lists all of the products that he promotes right down the middle of the page and in banners. Just go out to his website and you'll see a banner that's a blue banner that says NASA Certified Clean Air Protection. Click on that banner and he gives you a nice visual of both the products, a little description of the products, and also pricing information. So, Tom, thanks again. Great presentation. Well, thank you for a great comment. <laughs> we kind of welcome you. We broke him into the family today, you know. Well, that's well, what we consider you. ourselves around here as a family, Tom. Good. Good. Uh, I, that's good. And, and I, I definitely feel uh, comradeship uh, between uh, your, your people uh, and your radio station. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful spirit. I, I enjoy talking you, to everybody. You know why? Because we got the base truth of what's going on and the connections back to the big guy because of it. And that puts us all on a plane of that reference point, and everything else seems to fall in line behind that. Quite honestly, I mean, I, I, it's just you meet. Remember the old saying, you meet the nicest people on a Honda? It's, it's kind of like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you've done your homework because you summarized uh, a big part of the human experience there. It's your source of information. 
you know. Well, and and the truth, the truth will set you free. I don't believe there's a more pure source of po- truth, political and back to spiritual. In other words, there's a couple of pillars of freedom, and that's what we're about: freedom, okay, personal freedom. Right. Right. But you got right. spiritual right. freedom, you got political freedom, you got financial freedom, you got health freedom, you got a whole an, another couple, you know. So it's not just one, and that's why we try and bring things like this because the health part of it. I mean, if you don't have the health freedom, none of the rest of it makes too much difference. Okay, so uh, and and there are priorities and certain priorities shift with certain personalities and situations and circumstances. But we try and cover all those. And I think you're a really valuable addition uh, on the uh, certainly on the health side. And I believe you've had enough interaction with some of our people already to see that you have a unique bond with people that know what we know. Yes, and I, I want to emphasize something about this because I mentioned the truth will set you free. My ear purification device is wonderful. I love it, okay? But it's only one of the pillars of health. It's eating, sleeping, resting, drinking good water. There's other things you need to do to maintain uh, your body's health. Uh, breathing indoor air, pure indoor air is one of the pillars. It isn't the only pillar. Right. But it does help our immune, respiratory, and neurological system right away. Right away, they are getting some relief and build some muscles up. But you get the same response, I believe, when you're drinking good water, eating good food, and resting enough. Yep, yep. Uh, we've got a fellow, I, th- I saw him on, I know he listens, uh, we call him Sarge, his name's Jim Ram, he follows me here and has his own program, and he specializes in health, in fact his show is called Do It Yourself Health, and uh, uh, Jim will probably contact you and have you on his show at some point, I'm sure, if not regular, so we're happy to welcome you to the family, Tom, and what you brought us today, and I have a sneaking suspicion you'll hear from a number of our folks, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be a day in the future when you're not going to be able to talk to everybody that wants one of these buddy i i i'm i'm preparing that i have a few people lined up but the 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 difficulty with that is they got to understand the technology done right the true science is easy i gotta get people who understand air movement and 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 when somebody gives them a description of their home they can give them two or three locations in that home that put it, you know, or I'm, I'm going to be just uh, becoming like, I hope I never will be, uh, you know, the the, uh, the box, big box stores. You buy it from us and plug it in. Yep. No, no, this is real science, and it needs to be placed properly. This is, you know, one of the things that we've got facing us is their control of so many key systems integrated and integral in all of our lives. Okay. I know. And one thing we're doing, and you're going to have to do, is to build alternate systems. And, you know, cyber currency, Bitcoin, and that stuff, that. And there's other people having platforms for products. And there's a lot of people working on areas like that. And things like this are going to fit right into that. Okay. And, uh, man, I'm just really happy. It was, I think there's a lot more than coincidence that our paths crossed when I heard you that night on Jeff's show. And I'm tickled to death to have you uh, in the fold here and to have your products introduced to our people because like i said we know we lost a dear 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 person uh, yes. I'm, I'm gonna start crying okay and uh, yeah because his spouse got shot and then she blamed it on him for going to a meeting 
Wow. Can he die of pneumonia because they won't treat pneumonia? Here's a, If you know anybody that gets this stuff, take care of it quick. If they get into the five to seven days, it gets into the lungs, and that's when it's getting into the blood. And that's if you get to the hospital, they won't treat it with antibiotics, which could cure it. They let you sit there and die like they did with Chris. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Roger. Roger. Uh Let's give Tom's phone number again before we get kicked off the air. Tom, could you okay. give your info again, your phone number, please? I sure will. <coughs> it's 720-252-0597. And I take, I take credit cards, so you don't have to pay for everything today, you know? So... Uh, Tom, give that out again. The music was playing for the audience. You still got a little bit, a few seconds. If you'd give that phone number out again, please. Sure. 720-252-0597. All right. Now listen, uh, we'll be back on Monday, back on our political train here. And I know we got some new folks. Uh, in that arena that are along on board. And uh, it's very rare that we have guests on, Tom. And I, I'm, I really want to thank you. And you're a rare kind of person I think everybody can see. So uh, you're welcome back at any time. I'm sure some of you are going to talk to him personally and get a relationship built up with him. We'll be back on Monday, and we'll see what happens over the weekend. And uh, folks, new folks like our South Dakota folks and our Northeast Tennessee folks, Come with your questions or your big ears on, and we'll see if we can't fill them. And uh, tell everybody you know that we got some a solution to all this stuff here, okay? And we do. And the more you study it and learn those basics, the more empowered you're going to get, okay? Because you get back to God's power that he meant for you to have at, at birth, just like he meant for you to have your health. So we're just off of the uh, server, and we just got kicked off there.